Do you like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Oh, baby. Bone Sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. Bikini. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Yo, crewers, welcome back to the Horror Movie Crew Podcast episode. This is HMC 132 Jaws from 1975. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> What's up? It's Jess. <laughs> hey, y'all. Seth here. Oh, my God, dude. You oh. look so angry. <laughs> Your face is so red. Oh, my God. If you want to find out why they are crying laughing, you'll have to join Patreon and go listen to the behind the scenes. <laughs> wow. You guys got to. Hey, you need to gain your composure. I'm trying. Oh my gosh. He keeps rerunning it. That's why. Mm, about it in my head. Was it that funny? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, all the patrons are getting bonus content, behind the scenes, exclusive content, early access to every episode, and exclusive merch like the shirt I have on right now. We're continuing our creature feature months. This is the last one. This is Jaws. I'm sorry. You're doing great. <laughs> See my paper. <laughs> How you guys been? Good. You miss me? Yeah. I needed a laugh like that. You needed yeah. that? You need a little laughing in your life? I feel like laughing cures everything. It's good for you. It really is good for you. Like those lines in my face from all the laughing. Mm. What are those called? Crow's nest. <laughs> crow's nest. <laughs> crow's feet. <laughs> crow's nest is on a ship. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, crow's feet. <laughs> I got a lot of them. Look at them. <laughs> crow's nest. Do you think people really tune in to listen to us talk about movies, or do you think they tune in to hear the dumb things that we talk about? I think they like this content. Yeah. Where we're laughing and having a good time. (laughs) Or stupid Mm. shit. Yeah. I have a good feeling that this movie's going to get a lot better rating than that last shit show we just watched. That's a good chance. Sometimes I wonder if you pick movies to torture us. I don't. I just pick different movies. (laughs) I was trying to dry my eyes. Well, now we know that you guys can make yourselves cry. <laughs> yeah. I try and pick things that I don't think people have seen mm-hmm. so that maybe they'll check it out or whatever. Or I maybe just, they have seen it and nobody else does like yeah. episodes on them. I just thought That's maybe true. you pick stuff that you don't think we were going to like that way we have to no. sit and we're tortured. I legit watch thought them. you guys were going to like the last one. That's I true. You, you did say was, that. You were going to think yeah. it was funny. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lesser of Us now? No. Like, are you sitting there like, man, these guys are not who I thought they were. 
No. She's yeah. mad at us. But we've watched plenty of like horror comedies together mm-hmm. that we've all been like, oh, that was great. Like yeah. Tucker and Dale and Final Girls. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, they'll probably like this because it's yeah. got that like comedy. We should do a ranking video of comedy, mm-hmm. horror comedies. We should. I bet ours would all very, very drastic, very, very, whew, wow, it's going to yeah. be a long episode, very drastically. Yeah. Right? They would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although we did our creature feature ranking and ours were pretty spot on. They were. Well, we could try it. And we figured out that we've done a lot of them. We did. Like we've re- recorded most of them. Mm-hmm. We're in our top. That was the day you decided not to record with us. You were just like, no. Nah. We even rescheduled the entire episode so you could be on it, and then you were just like, no. I don't think that's what yeah. happened. That's exactly what happened. No. Yes. <laughs> we couldn't do it here. You were like, I'm not doing it. We're like, okay, we'll record remote. And then we were like, hey, we'll do it this day because you said you had that day open. You're like, nah, I'll let you know. That's what it was. Eh, I'll let you know. I think I had something else going on. Yeah, you did. I'm just fucking with you. Just Messing with you. What it was. Dang it. You had said you were doing something the night before, and you were like, I don't think I'm going to feel like up to it. I can't remember. <laughs> it was a Thursday and you had to go to the office the next day. Oh, because you guys were recording late or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Seth, 8 o'clock is not late to most people. It is when you get up at 4.30, okay? I get up at 5 every day. I had Willow that night so I couldn't. She made an appearance. <clears throat> I had to. She I, cut her, I cut she her out did. of it, but she made an appearance. She's like, Mom! That was funny. That stuff doesn't bother me. Mommy! My kids come down here all the time when I'm doing stuff. My favorite is when I'm doing like my own video, like a standalone video for YouTube, and the camera's like right in my face, and like I'm recording, and I see Charlotte's head like peeking around the thing. It's always when I'm in the middle of a really good thought, because mm-hmm. then I got to cut it out. One time I yelled at her, and I was on video, and I went back and watched it, and I felt like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> Like what the hell? Get out! Go and get. No, I didn't do that. But it was like I was really mean. Go and get. I was like, why was I so mean? Because then I like dealt with whatever she needed, and I came back, and I was like full flustered. And then I went back and was watching it to see where I left off at, and I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a monster. I think it's just when you're, you know, in the mindset of whatever you're doing, and then mm-hmm. you have to stop and. But in most situations, you don't see how you reacted, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm working or something, she comes down and they bother me, and I like, got to get on them to go leave me alone. But it's not recorded. Right. right. Like, that was, like, recorded. Like, I saw I think about that. I think about that with Willow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, I mean, I haven't seen it, like, on video, but, like, I'll just go back and be like, man, I probably didn't have to be that harsh about it. Probably overreacted. I think every parent has that feeling of, mm-hmm. I was too harsh or whatever. Yeah, and then I got to see it all in HD mm-hmm. because I had two lights then. I'm like the shitty setup I have now with this one light. I don't think it's that bad, honestly. It doesn't look that bad. It'll be interesting when I go to edit if it's grainy. I think it's going to be grainy. It's going to be the problem. I'll find out. Yeah. I'll just have to get another bulb. You should have seen me on the fly, though, dude. Erica, we were recording, and the bulb went out, so the whole <clears throat> right side of my face is dim right because mm-hmm. i've had the both of them right so i immediately pop open up the camera hub switch all the settings around is the kid there no. you want me to yell at her so you guys can see how i reacted no i'm kidding she's, she's not really there that was the floor's weekend Dude, i think i'm gonna rip up the whole upstairs floor and do all one flooring it's gonna be a real pain in the ass but mm-hmm. i think it's gonna look really good it's not like that now. Now, right now, it's like there's one layer that's carpet, and then you oh. step up into the kitchen, which is tile, and then you can step back down into the other because we have two living rooms. It's not as fancy as it sounds, um, and back into the carpet. So I think I'm going to tear up the subfloor that the tile is on so it's all one. Mm. Or it could be wood level. floors under there. 
and yeah. then all w- I don't think so. This house is old enough. You'd be able to tell down here, wouldn't you? Because that's how we found out, like on Ravenwood. Uh, like, well, there's I don't know if that's subfloor or wood floor. I don't know. You'll know when you remove the tile. Yeah. Yeah, but I have to get a big one of those big bars that pulls up the subfloor because the tile is adhered to the right floor. I'm gonna rip, take it all out, make it all one level. There you go. Do we have hit every emotion on this podcast already? Mm-hmm. Five minutes into it, because yeah. you were crying right out of the gate from mm-hmm. laughter. You guys were really happy. <laughs> let's not go back to that. Yeah, let's not relive the moment. <laughs> and then I brought us down by talking about my bad parenting moment where we got sad. Yeah. And then we just went into home renovations, which makes me angry. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna buy this shirt, same I color. Am. I think we should all get it. I like the color. And if we go to a convention, which I think it's too late to do the one we were talking about. Yeah, probably now. Um, we should do that like a year in advance. We should mm-hmm. look at them and say, hey, here's the ones we're going to go to. Yeah. yeah. There's this channel I watch on YouTube. They get tables at them and they like go, people come and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? If we were that cool. We were that popular. Nobody would come talk to us. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? They'd be like, what are you guys doing here? Who the fuck are they you? Would, they would stop. We just need to, we would have to have some merch there. And some we would pens. Have, to have like, yeah, some things that they could actually buy or mm-hmm. we could have like things we could give away. Like our virginities. And, like, or yep. we could have stickers. People love stickers. That's true. Do you think people would pay for our virginity? Yeah. We could have a glory hole. Huh? We can have a glory hole in our I can't booth. believe you didn't call it the glory barn. Well, we can't move a whole barn in there. We could put a sidewall up. <laughs> we <laughs> could get one of the little people, like, fold-out barns. Hey, I like hey, the little, come on. <clears throat> glory barn. The Fisher-Price barn. Can't bring a little person with us. That would be inappropriate. Oh, my God. You know, you want the little guy to work the glory barn? Yeah. What's wrong with you, dude? Mm-hmm. This isn't even Patreon commentary episode stuff. I know. That's a good idea, Jess. We wouldn't have to provide a stool to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just stand there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then you call it it. Cheesy <laughs> piece. Holy cow. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, I didn't say it. You did, dude. So inappropriate. All right. I think this is our last creature feature episode. It is. I believe. I think. Yes. What are we doing for September? August, September. September. So I think we should do the where it'll be a host month thing and they pick both episodes for the month and we'll just rotate. I don't know if I love that, but I guess we can go with it. Do you love it? Do you like it? Mm -hmm. You want some more of it? Isn't that the song? I like it. I love it. So it'll just be one of us and then picking something. Mm -hmm. And then the next month will be somebody else picks. So we're picking a theme together, but then. No, you 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 pick pick whatever theme you want. You want to go first? I don't know. You should go last because you suck at getting picks in. I do. I think it needs to be one of you because I came up with zombies and creature features. Okay. So, you want to roll a dice for it? We don't have to pick the movies with the theme today. Okay, I don't have a dice down here. We could do it later. Hang on, think of a number between one and ten Jesus. in your head, okay. and write it down on the back so we can't see it. Look over there. Okay, he cheated. You want to go first or second? Whoever's closest. Five. You fuck. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Three. Dang it! What was it? A seven. seven. All right, it's your month. Okay, you'd probably want October anyway, wouldn't you? Oh, I do get October. Yeah. I already have an idea for you. <laughs> for October? <laughs> no, for his pick for next Let's month. Let's keep it a secret. Okay. From me? Yeah. Man, you're a bunch of jerks, dude. You guys get together and watch movies on Sunday mornings without me? 
How did we do that? You did. I went by myself. It's okay. This was my pick. Do you know that I have never seen Jaws straight through? Um, I actually was having the discussion that I don't think I have either. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen like bits and pieces of it and like mainly the ending. I've even got it like the movie screwed up. So I've seen pieces of Jaws. I've seen parts of Jaws too. And isn't there like a, there's like more than three yeah, there's right? several. I think I've gotten them all like mixed up because I started watching this and was like, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Me neither. Isn't that crazy? I think I saw it once in the nineties. That long ago. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I sat down and turned it on and it said it was two hours and five minutes, I about shit. It could have been a little bit shorter. I agree. It's a Spielberg movie. Yeah. That's, you know. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, I think that's probably my biggest complaint with it is the length. There were some chatty scenes I could have cut out. It was the middle. Yeah. Kind of came to a halt. It did. It did. It had all this momentum and -hmm. then it just came to a screeching halt. There was some slowness to it. You know? It's like whenever you're getting there, you're getting real close, and then she just stops. You're like, what, the, what are you doing? Yeah. You smack her. She starts again, but it's ruined because you had to hit a woman, and then you feel bad. Mm-hmm. I've had that on video where I've had to go back and watch it, too, and I saw myself in that moment, and it was like, this is not who I want to be. Yeah. It actually changed my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's the moment I found Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're making us start laughing again. I'm actually glad you guys came here today. This is something I'd like to talk to you about. Oh, Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that sat out on his porch and talked to the two Jehovah's Witnesses for like three hours one day. It was not three hours. It was like 10 minutes. No, you said it was at least an hour. You no. made him lunch. No, no. I made him lunch. Tuna sandwiches. Yeah. I was going to say tuna sandwiches. No. I swear to God. And as you know, I found him, so I can't lie if I say that. <laughs> I just gave them some bugles and they went on their way. Bugles. <laughs> Did you play with his bugle? No. Ew. Did you flirt with him a little bit just to see if he was like maybe... No. You know? Mm-mm. Wasn't his son with him? His daughter. Oh, his daughter. But he was probably Aww. like in his 50s. Isn't that Maybe the only reason you answered that. the door? I thought, because there was a mayoral race going on in town, and I thought it was one of the candidates. It was the only reason I opened the door. Dude. And I was like, ah, fuck. Mm. <laughs> when you said mayoral race, I just thought of a bunch of dudes racing to become mayor. Mm. Like, what if that's how we did our elections for everything? Just by racing, like an yeah. actual... They're like the presidential races today, and they got all these old eighty-year-old white men lined up, dropping dead when the gun goes off. To- <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to be in good health as well. So yeah. that's true. That's true. Could you imagine a bunch of eighty-year-olds are running around? Dude, it's all track stars. They're like, I can be president. I'm fast. <laughs> I would just all be athletes. I mean, dude, in today's world, like, eh, I'm fast. I could be president. Yeah. Okay, let's give them a shot. <laughs> Uh, you guys are funny. Um, I have the wrong thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Does it say feast on yours too? No. Yes, uh-uh. it does. Says oh. I yes, it does. Top. But so uh, none of us had seen this movie all the way through then. Not that I remember. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like all of our first watches. Yeah. Pretty much. What did you think initially? First watch, right out of the gate. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you? Mm, yeah. Mm. It was all right. Not so much. I, I I can't get behind the hype, I guess. No, I mean it's not scary. Because I, I've I saw it has a very high rating. Mm-hmm. When I saw a lot of people's letterbox scores, I was like mm. Mm. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it was like a first of its kind type of mm-hmm. yes. film. Um so I understand it from that standpoint, but like otherwise it's okay. It's very seventies. Yeah. It is very seventies. I actually enjoyed it a lot. 
And then, like, while I was watching it, I could see where other movies, like, uh, what's the, is it 47 meters down or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and all these other shark movies, like, pulled from this movie. Yeah. So, I, I like that aspect of it. But uh, I, I, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it, because you guys know I don't really care for older movies, usually. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I was, like, pleasantly surprised. But uh, characters, we got Brody, played by Roy Scheider. Is that right? Sheeter? Shitter? Shitter. Yeah, sure. hair. Sure. If you're... You know, culture Sheeter. like Sheeter. me. I'm going to say Sheeter. That's fine. Ray Sheeter. Uh, Quint, played by Robert Shaw. Hooper, played by Richard Dreyfus. Why do you not like Richard Dreyfus? I Dreifuss? do not like Richard Dreyfus. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else. The what only movie. Bob? I, huh? huh? You never seen that? What about Bob? The only movie I liked him in it was Mr. Holland's Opus. Never seen it. But I just think he's annoying. You find him annoying in this? Yes. Okay. Is he related to Julia Louise Dreyfus? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Ellen Brody, played by Lorraine Gary, and Mayor Vaughn, played by Murray Hamilton. Um, how old do you think Brody and Ellen were? <laughs> I actually had a, I wrote that down. I was like, how old are these people to have younger kids like this? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> they look like they're in their 50s, probably. I thought yeah. they do. They do Which, look older. I mean, some people have kids later, but, but like, they, they looked a little too old to have the younger kids the funny thing is this is being in the 70s you would think like everybody out there that had kids on that beach were older people oh yeah yeah which i was like this is weird because like well, they then, just look older maybe then you had kids younger i feel like people have kids older now i think so too yeah i don't know it was strange maybe it's all the actors they could get i don't know could be. at the same time maybe there was an actor strike like we have now or it's a writer's strike now both right? oh the actors are on strike now too mm -hmm. How do, what comes from all of this? They they get better salaries. Like what what is what are they striking for? I guess I don't understand. I, I read some of it. it. Has to do with like the streaming and the AI stuff. And they're like the studios are wanting to like use a background actor once and then use AI to like keep using them over and over again, but not pay them. Uh, yeah. like you lose rights to your image, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. So yeah, you can do that one time. And they can just keep reusing you. Do you think that from all of this, you're going to get like newer writer, not necessarily writers, but like newer studios that come out of all like maybe from this? Maybe. Like independent wise. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, we'll just pay you X amount of money to come in and do all your stuff. And like what kind of like, like what Blumhouse did for horror. Like yeah. they're like, your budget is X amount. Don't go over your budget. You can make whatever movie you want. Maybe it already seems like a lot of people break off and do more independent things now, especially with like music. Mm -hmm. You see that more now than before. Huh? I don't know. So I think this really probably impacts like the big studio, like Disney. Uh -huh. Yeah. The big ones, MGM and all those. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? But what's to stop them from using all this? And I haven't used this chat GPT thing at all. So I don't even know how it works, but like, I don't really understand what it is. <laughs> it can write a script for you. From what I understand, you just type in what you want it to be about mm -hmm. and the length of it. And it'll write it. And now it's a little wonky, I guess. Tawny used it for uh two chicks and horror flicks last episode for her two minutes with Tawny, where she usually, really. writes this. she had mm -hmm. it write the synopsis for her. And that's what she read. And it was, I mean, it sounded like somebody wrote it. Yeah, I think it's kind of scary. So how does that impact like, college kids? Like, are they able to, because they have a way, there's a checker that, that the professors can send these papers through that says whether it was written by yeah. AI or a person, which I don't understand how they would know. Yeah, that. I don't know that either. 
especially if they really proofread it and then just change some things up. Like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't care if tomorrow all this AI shit just disappeared. Yeah, I think we need to like, uh, yeah, probably reel it in. I think it's one of those <laughs> thoughts people had when it was like unobtainable. Like, oh, this would mm-hmm. be very cool, and now we can actually do it. And it's like we didn't think of all the shit that it's Terminator coming true. Could be, yeah. You had a thought, I don't know, but also I'm just thinking it really, truly only affects a certain, you know amount of jobs or a certain like field mm-hmm. for now for now yeah. i mean but like like for what i do i do well obviously like accounting that could be an ai thing i mean anything you know mm-hmm. call centers all those kind of places but like you know selling like stone materials and things like that or like masonry there, there's just a lot of things that yeah it could never right truly work that way until the robots come Terminator. Yeah, but we'll be dead by them. Arnold comes out. And, yeah, I don't yeah. think we're going to have to deal with it. I mm-hmm. guess that's why I'm not <laughs> that concerned. I'm but. not worried about it from like a job standpoint. I'm more worried about it from like a social aspect standpoint. Like the fact that like someone could clone you saying something. Mm-hmm. It looks just like you, your exact voice saying it. Yeah. And how would anybody know if you did or you didn't? Right. Like I feel like in the wrong people's hands, it could be really bad. Yeah, like have you seen yeah. these Rogan episodes where they're using AI to re- like they have like a Donald Trump and Joe Rogan episode. Trump has never been on Rogan's podcast and they have a full episode you Crazy. can listen to of Rogan and Trump together having conversations. It sounds like just like both of them. Yeah. Like how like they could take hours. And that's why I was telling Abby. I was like, I have like hours of my voice. Mm-hmm. Well, both three of us do. Yeah. So it has everything it could need of us. We've probably said every, almost every word that because we, we don't have a large vocabulary, but like, what does this do with like crime and stuff? You could like frame somebody. That's what I'm saying. That's like the whole the yeah. deep fake thing too. What's that? Where the it is an actual clip of like a video that they've filmed, but they make it so their mouths say something different, mm-hmm. or they put somebody mm-hmm. else's face like on them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. have you seen those where they look like pretty freaking realistic? Yeah. yeah, I think there's filters now for like Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. where you can be somebody else and say mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. But that's what terrifies me, especially doing this. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's hours of my voice online that people can easily tap into and probably make a tape of me saying anything. But I none guess. of us are rich enough to probably blackmail and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It all goes. That all goes back to like looking at like I don't know what your like IP address and where it actually has been uploaded from. Yeah, though, like I assume that's the only type of way for you to be like, yeah, I never uploaded that. I don't have that. Well, I think they're trying to um, minimize the use like VPNs and stuff now because of that, right? Because mm-hmm. VPNs block where you're actually at, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's part of the reason they're trying to minimize people's ability to use those. I think some countries have banned them, haven't they? I think so. They're going to have to do something about it. Cause I think it's crazy. It's going to be start with like robo calls to people who are going to think it's their credit card. You know, all kinds of yeah. shit can start happening. And then what happens if somebody does do something? They're just like, what me? Yeah. I feel like it'd be hard to prove. Mm. Anyway, not at all. Wow, We really like brought here. the down the theme here. Sorry. My bad. The mood. Uh, Director Steven Spielberg, Jess, would you like to read the synopsis, please? Jesus, that's long. 
When a young woman is killed by a shark while skinny dipping near the New England tourist town of Amity Island, police chief Martin Brody wants to choose the beaches, but wants to close the beaches. But Mayor Larry Vaughn overrules him, fearing that the loss of tourist revenue will cripple the town. Uh, Ichthyologist Matt Hooper and grizzled ship captain Quint (laughs) offer to help Brody capture the killer beast and the trio engage in an epic battle of man versus nature phew i had chat gpt write that oh i didn't i'm joking i had a very very aggressive startle though while you were reading that i thought i forgot to hit record Mm. and i was like oh my god that would have been so bad well i had all the audio we just have to ai some of our uh, images and stuff and uh, fix it yeah what time you gotta leave two or one too. I think oh, okay. we're going to be playing good. Opening good. scene. Let's get this moving. Shut up, Salty. <laughs> In the New England beach town of Amity Island, a young woman goes for a late night ocean swim during a beach party. While treading water, an unseen force attacks and pulls her underwater. Her partial remains are found washed up on the beach the next morning. After the medical examiner concludes it was a shark attack, newly hired police chief... Martin Brody closes the beaches. Mayor Larry Vaughn persuades him to reconsider, fearing the town's summer economy will suffer. Brody is uh, Brody is cornered by the mayor, the coroner, and some other business folks from the town. Uh, the coroner, apparently under pressure, now concurs with the mayor's theory that it was a boating accident, not a shark attack. Um, so considering this movie was filmed in 1975, I think the effects are done extremely well and it's likely because they're practical effects mm-hmm. not cgi because i thought they were done really well mm-hmm. are you talking about like the body specifically or well the one where it's like pulling her back and forth mm-hmm. have you ever seen the behind the scenes stuff for this no i don't know how i've seen this but what they did is they basically had like ropes pulling her back and forth uh, to make it mimic like a shark going back and forth i right? did see the shark at um Universal Studios. The actual in the yeah. early nineties we went, yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Is it huge? It's pretty big. It was creepy looking. I thought that like toward the end of the movie where it's up on the boat, I'm like, that would I, even though you know it's fake mm-hmm. and you I'm sure you've seen the stills of them like from the movie yeah. like behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. of them like playing around with the shark head and stuff, and I'm like I don't think I would even want to be around that thing. No, it's big. It's a big end. It is. Mm, spooky. Um yeah, I, I would not be going out in the damn ocean at night naked. I mean, yeah, but if you live there, it's probably normal. <laughs> but also, it's like, how does this guy not hear her? I don't care how drunk you are. You're not going to hear somebody out. screaming. He looked like uh, he was he was not passed out. He was just uh, laying there, like, chilling. Just the waves are loud, and, you know. It is, like, un- She was, like, yeah, a mile out in the water. She did go very far out. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I'm not thinking about how far out she was, because she was by, like, a buoy a or buoy, whatever. Yeah. And it is really loud. It's, like... Like you don't realize how loud it is mm-hmm. by the yeah. ocean until you're down there. Because like we were down at night and there were these little crabs. I think I told you guys about the ghost crabs. Mm-hmm. And uh, like my parents were way up and like we could not hear each other. Like if we were out in like my backyard, I'd be like from the back of the house to the back fence. Like mm-hmm. if you were standing up there, I could talk to you normally. You'd be able to hear yeah. me. But at the beach, it's like yeah, it's loud. so loud. Um, but I think if you live there, you would probably just do that normally, right? Like maybe uh, go out in the water at night. What bothers me is that people fish out there on the beach. It drives me nuts. I'm like, what's this like stop their line from breaking? And then tomorrow my kids go out swimming and step on your stupid hook. Right. Yeah. That should be banned. 
Mm-hmm. And honestly, cracked me up that she just started like running instantly. Yeah, she's like, oh, "Chase me, chase me into the water, big boy." Did she say that? No. Do you think they were going to bang in the salt water? <laughs> yeah, that would be. She wanted it in the water. You think? Yeah. Or you in the can't sand? Do that, right. It could be scratchy. Scratchy. I think you'd get like an infection, <laughs> dude. He'd just be cramming salt water in her. You know? Yeah. No. Mm, nasty, <laughs> uh, dude. I cannot stand this mayor. Yeah, he's supposed to be sleazy. Yeah. Well, he comes off that way, but unfortunately, yeah. I feel like the same scenario would still happen today. Mm-hmm. Like, look, Probably our not. entire economy centers around people coming to the beach. We can't close the beach. Yeah. Right. However, I did find it extremely ironic that even though the beach was closed, right, or they know that there's these shark attacks, all these people still came to the beach and sat on the beach and washed the water anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. why would it have even mattered if they closed the beach? All these people still came there. Yeah, I don't know. Without wanting to get in the water. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Did it say where Brody moved from? Is he from New York? York. Yeah, New York City. Because aren't they trying to like mask their accent? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the wife that's clearly not in her 20s or 30s. Because he said something and she was like, yeah, you sound like you're from New York. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because New York was really bad in the 70s. So. Yeah. Well, that's what, what movie was that we watched? It was another Spielberg movie, wasn't it? Where they were demoing their building. Was, oh, the battery's not included? Yeah. yeah, that was the 70s, wasn't it? 80s. That was the 80s as yeah. well. I guess the 70s was supposed to be pretty bad there. Hmm. Huh. So that's why they yeah. left. I wouldn't want to live in New York at all. Didn't Me you go either. to New York? Yes. Did you hate it? Yeah. New York, New York. Like, yes. The city, yes. Mm. I like the visiting New it. York. Outside of New York, great. It's like inside the city sucked, outside wasn't too bad. Outside was awesome, yeah. What's it like outside of New York City? beautiful is it like uh rural it's rural Mm -hmm. yeah it's i mean it's like pretty similar to here okay it's um like we're when we went to ithaca um it kind of reminded me a lot of like chillicothe like the hills and stuff out there gotcha yeah it's pretty similar to here i've been to new york but buffalo i have not been to new york new york Mm. i mean it's fun Um, to visit i don't think i can live there but it's neat to see it's like dirty isn't it Depends on where you are. More rats than people. The best part was like Central Park was really cool. It was Mm -hmm. really pretty. Like Times Um, Square is neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool thing to just go do it once, but like I could never live there. Really? No. I would like, there's like places I want to go and see, but there's places I don't want to stay in. Is that weird? Like I want to see Times Square. I want to see all these places. Like I want to see the Grand Canyon. I want to see like all these Mm -hmm. Mount Rushmore, but like I don't want to center my whole vacation around it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know that that's one I've, I've I have had zero desire to really go to is New York City. It's, I mean, it's okay. Plus, it's their fault. My flight was delayed last Tuesday, so or yeah. Monday. So, what was going on? Do you know? Mm-mm. Okay, I don't know. They said no flights had come in or out of New York Mon- uh, Sunday. I don't so. know. It's probably the Canadian fires. Probably. Oh, uh, I bet it was because I was really bad here again. Whenever that happened, you yeah. don't know. Were you a park ranger? Yes. Okay, cool. I was. Scene two. In the 80s. <laughs> no, you weren't. Brody reluctantly accepts their conclusion until soon after a young boy, Alex Kentner, is killed at a crowded beach. A bounty is placed on the shark, causing an amateur shark hunting frenzy. Quint, an eccentric and roughened local shark hunter, offers his services for $10,000. Meanwhile, consulting oceanographer Matt Hooper examines the girl's remains, confirming that an abnormally large shark had killed her. When local fishermen catch a tiger shark, the mayor proclaims the beaches are safe. Mrs. 
Mrs. Kintner confronts Brody in front of the town, blaming him for her son's death because he knew there were, was a shark, and then she slaps him. That night, a skeptical hooper dissects the tiger shark, finding no human remains inside its stomach, determines a larger shark did, in fact, kill the victims. Brody's in like between a rock and a hard place here. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't have, although he does come off as kind of dumb, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Did you yeah. get that? He is kind of, yeah. Like, it's clearly a bigger shark that did this. He's like, uh, and then he's like acting all happy when they catch this little shark. And even yeah. I am like, that's not the right, right. shark. I just don't think he, or it's supposed to be evident that he doesn't realize the gravity or like what type of freaking beast they're dealing with. That is true. Coming from New York, of course, right? Like he doesn't have yeah. any any uh, ocean experience, I guess. Did you guys notice, like, when the kid went out in the water, the one that got attacked, there was, like, nobody in there, but then when he gets attacked, there's, like, 80 people suddenly yeah. in the water running yeah. out. I yes. was like, wait a minute, did I miss something? Yeah, like, this doesn't make any sense. I was also surprised by that, that they actually showed, like, a kid getting mm-hmm. attacked and eaten. That's true. Because that seems like that, I don't know. That wouldn't have been something that happened then, but right. And I thought it was kind of fucked up that in the town hall meeting they're like joking around about it. It was. I was like, this is fucked up. Oh, because yes. Well, how about the chalkboard scene? Yeah. When it was like they, the one, the mayor's, what I mean, what do you call them? Their counterparts. City council or whatever those people Mm -hmm. are. He's like, I'm going to bury it and whatever ads or whatever. Right. Well, they were clearly oh, only concerned about the monetary value of having the beaches right. open because that's yeah. a large part of their income. Um, so, I mean, I guess I, I see it from both ways. But at the same time, you're not going to sacrifice your townspeople to mm-hmm. get... Right. Right. Maybe this mayor would. Uh, he clearly... Would. I bet a lot of mayors probably would, if I'm being honest, right? Like, you would, you would hope not, but probably. Um, and this is where we got a boring scene. That dinner scene was like... Yeah, it was unnecessary. I agree. Unnecessarily long. The only thing you really get out of that is the fact that Brody may be an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> that yeah. Big ass. Th- but I think what it, on it, okay, all joking aside, I th- what I think it was supposed to tell us was that he is very torn on whether that was the right shark or not. Because mm-hmm. Hooper comes in and talks him into going to dissect mm-hmm. the shark. Yeah. Because if the mayor says to everybody, okay, this is the shark. The beaches are safe. And then I think Brody didn't agree with him. So that was him kind of us supposing to see that he's supposed to see that he didn't really agree with that, even though he's going along with it. And he was very torn. Right. Yeah. Um, Hooper, even though you don't like him, he was kind of the voice of reason. Right. Um, but I also see both sides of that. Like I, I wouldn't want to cut that shark open, have this little boy fall out on the dock either. True. So, but I still think they should have been like, Hey, why don't we cut this thing open later and yeah. make sure. But, um, did you like that scene where he's like digging through that thing, pulling shit out of it? Was it was gross because I was like eating yeah. and I had to like stop looking at it. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it, it was, was gross. gross. Yeah. What like shark cum came out on him? Well, I think he. Oh yeah, it was like all white. All white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that a fake shark they cut open or a real one? I assume fake, but well, I don't you know. have fun facts, don't you? I don't recall that being in there. Okay. That one actually looked like pretty real. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like they probably got the go ahead to do that. But. The acting in that scene was good though. He, he acted like it smelled. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like it really did smell like if they did something to make it stink. Like, and if they, if it was real, like it would have been one that was preserved uh, and that stuff smells awful. Like, you know, yeah. when you did the, like the dissection and how to hide or whatever they yeah. put in there. Yeah. I had to do the frog. <laughs> So gross. You loved it. Pooey did it. I didn't do it. Oh, you made him do it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Duh. Duh. Is that even a question? Why do you think we're friends? I was like, do it. And he did. And it's like, duh. <laughs> now lick it. Oh What's it taste like? Take a little lick. Ew. You wouldn't eat a frog? No, not unless it was like battered and fried. Fried. <laughs> cool. Then you can't really tell. Are you sure? Have you had a frog? No. Did I tell you that Charlotte and I ate uh, alligator? Mm-hmm. And- yep, we talked have about it. Some gator. <laughs> Extensively. Would you like us to move on? No. I tell you about mom asked me why Seth's so bitchy on the episodes. She did not. Yes, yeah, she did. That was a while ago. Eh, well, no. Then she called him out at the birthday party about it, I think. Why are you being so bitchy on the episodes, Seth? Like I blamed it on Josh. Said your son's an asshole. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm really a very nice person. What was she just like? Oh. She said, yeah, he is. Is that how you think my mom sounds? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Scene three, Hooper gets a startle. Searching the night waters in Hooper's boat, Hooper and Brody find a half-sunken vessel. Underwater, Hooper removes a sizable great white shark tooth from the boat's hull, but accidentally drops it after discovering human remains. Vaughn dismisses Brody and Hooper's assertions that a huge great white shark caused the deaths and refuses to close the beaches, allowing only increased safety precautions. On the 4th of July weekend, Taurus pack the beaches but no one wants to get in the water with everyone sitting on the beach the mayor bullies someone into taking their family into the water and we see the remainder of the spectators follow suit brody won't let his son and and his friends in the water instructing them to play in the pond with their sailboat we get a prank gone wrong with kids pretending to be a shark and approaching the swimmers causing mass panic during the distraction the real shark enters the pond and attacks brody's son and friends killing one of the boys brody's son makes it out alive brody then convinces a guilt-ridden Vaughn to immediately hire Quint to kill the shark. Y'all know me. (laughs) The family he like made go in the water. Why do they go a mile into the water? Just bothered me. Good question. Even better question. Why are they so old? Yeah, they're like 60 with little kids. (laughs) Poor Tippet dog too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was mad about that. Poor dog. I hate this mayor too, but I, okay, here's (sighs) the problem. I hate the mayor, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't even have my kids at the beach, if I'm being honest. But if I did and this idiot came up to me, I know those guys, they must have been friends or yeah. something because yeah. he like, he's like, why aren't you getting in the water? I'm yeah. like, because I don't want to die, dude. Mm-hmm. While you're out here on the beach in your suit, so weird. I would have never got in. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, come on, kids. Let's go be shark bait. Or no. their grandkids, maybe. Maybe they're, you know, <laughs> I bet the grandkids <laughs> came for the summer. Maybe, yeah. Would you have gotten in? No. No, I wouldn't. Fuck no. no. Oh, I hate this guy so much. And then, okay, so I need somebody to explain something to me because I'm not an oce- oceanographer, okay? Yeah. Clearly. I'm barely even mm-hmm. a human being. Yeah. Right? More of a spirit-like person. Yeah. Great influence on people. Um, what was I talking about? The ocean. Yes. The <laughs> pond. He says, you can't play in this water. Go play in the pond. So I was Mm. assuming it was a pond enclosed Mm -mm. water source. So there are ponds from the ocean that sharks can get into? Apparently. It was some kind of like it was, I think it had rocks in between or something. I can't remember. Mm. And the shark just got in. Yeah, Yeah, it must have got through. That was really creepy, though, when you see it swimming through. It's got the two fins because mm-hmm. you realize that the fake shark, the boy is doing that, which was stupid. But there were the two boys in the water pretending to be the shark had one fin. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? A fin? Mm-hmm. And then the actual shark has two, right? 
You see it. Dun, 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 dun. So you're like, oh shit. That's, that's how you tail. know. It's tails probably that's sticking tail. up. Yeah. That's how you know it's the real one. Mm. I was like, whoa. I did like how he kept seeing things. Like he kept thinking it was a shark, but it was like somebody's head would pop yeah. up or yeah. like, you know, it was just. A little mm. fake outs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have even like, had my kids at the beach. I'm sorry. I'd be like, no. I wouldn't have either. No, no. Way. hell no. Mm-mm. Especially once he's realized there really is, and they find the tooth and everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be like, no. I already have that fear about the beach. I don't like not being able Dude. to see what's swimming around me. Like, I don't like it. I had the kids, and we were boogie boarding in Coco, and um. That's all I could think of. Like they mm-hmm. were up on the boogie boards and I was standing holding like the back, like, so mm-hmm. like, cause you know how it is. Like yeah. you start to flop and you got to flip them back up. And I was like, if anybody gets bitten, it's going to be me. Cause my feet mm-hmm. are in the water. And I was actually talking at the pool. There was a lady and they went to a shark swimming. You swim with sharks. And I was like, why would you do that? She said the girl there who, I guess the instructor has been in a bunch of magazines and stuff. She's younger, she's in her twenties. But she said that sharks actually have no interest in eating you when they do bite you, it's because the waters are murky and they can't see and they mistake you for a fish. That if you're in like clear water, that's why you can swim with sharks and they don't bother you. They actually have no desire to eat you. They don't even like the way you taste. I think certain sharks, sure. You don't think that's true with all of them? No. You think the shark, the college shark lady is wrong? Yeah. Would you fight her, fist fight her in a cage? yeah. If I set that up, would you do it? Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Could you imagine? I just think like a great, like a great white shark, it'll fucking eat you. If it's hungry enough, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like oh, that don't look like a fish, but I'm gonna fucking eat it. I want it. I want that person. <laughs> I want yeah. those breasticles, right? Yeah. So if Booty I set up HMC Studio presents horror movie crew podcast Jess versus, I don't know that lady's name. That's gonna be a problem. Would you want a cage fight or slap box? I mean, as long as it's not underwater. <laughs> no, 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 it's going to be in a Shark little tank. pond of mm. sharks. Like little ones. They look little ones. Mm. If bitch, you might lose a toe. Worst case scenario. Well, if we start fighting and like blood gets drawn, then yeah, they're going to be into that. They'll be like, oh. You think so? Yeah. Then you'll prove her wrong. Yep. Okay, so you don't have to like cage fight. You have, you're, you're standing in the water. We'll mm-hmm. say like waist high. And it's the slap thing. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I think we should set this up. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure she'll be totally on board. Why not? It'd be great publicity for her. Mm. She doesn't have many listeners we have. We have a ton of listeners that would love to see this. Yeah. The channel would explode. Mm-hmm. Shark slap boxing? Are you kidding me? I'm in. I'm <laughs> going to set this up. We're going to make Jesus. it happen. Um, anything else before I move on? Anything else, you guys? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so either. Uh, I thought it was stupid that Brody let his son go out into water that a shark could get in. Maybe he didn't know the shark could get in there. It was dumb. Yeah, I'm guessing not. It's stupid. Yeah. You get, a, you get a nice action scene, though. He's running. He's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, that girl screaming. Shark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, get out of the way. And then that li- their little son, he was just playing on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Scene four. Quint to the rescue. Or is he? Despite tension between Quint and Hooper, they set out with Brody on Quint's boat to hunt the shark. As Brody lays down a chum line, the shark suddenly appears behind the boat. Quint, estimating it is 25 feet long and weighs three ton, harpoons it with a line attached to a flotation barrel. But the shark pulls the barrel underwater and disappears. At nightfall, Quint and Hooper drunkenly exchange stories about their assorted body scars. One of Quint's is a removed tattoo, and he reveals that he survived the attack of the USS Indianapolis. The shark 
Shark returns unexpectedly, ramming the boat's hull and disabling the power. The men work through the night, repairing the engine for the morning. I actually liked um, the banter back and forth because Quint and Hooper can't stand each other. Right. At first. I think there's a little sexual tension going on yeah. there. Yeah. Like a lot or a little bit? That's quite a bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> Did you think they were going to BF in the hull of the boat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least some BJs. Who would be a top and who would be the bottom, you think? Quint definitely wouldn't be the bottom, I don't think. You don't think? Mm-mm. But maybe. Maybe. That's always surprising. See? That that might be it. <laughs> it might be Hooper. Hooper's rich. I think this it's also, in the fun facts, but I think that in real life they couldn't stand each other. Uh, it comes off on screen, I yeah. think, because you can tell they don't. But like this is where you find out like, Hooper is from a rich family, right? Which is mm-hmm. why Quint probably mm-hmm. doesn't like him. Right. Um, because at one point, doesn't he make a joke? Like he's like, well, how much money do you have? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, how much money do I have? Or how much money does my family have? Yeah. Which leads me to believe that maybe he's like the black sheep of the family. Hooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Quint is, I actually like that story he told about how he was in the, the Navy or whatever mm-hmm. and their boat capsized and they didn't send anybody out to save them. And how, how many people do you say went into the water? 500 or something. I can't remember. And like only a hundred and some came out. Mm-hmm. So these tiger sharks ate them all. That would be terrifying. That would be scary. Could you imagine? Sure, it's happened. You're in this water, floating on this boat that's flipped over, and you know that nobody's coming to save you, mm-hmm. and there's just sharks picking off. Because remember, he says that the guy next to him was his friend from somewhere, and he like shook him, and his whole bottom half had been eaten off. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy, dude. Seth is floating next to us, and he hasn't said anything in a while, and we're like, dude, what are you doing? And we shake him, and he floats upside down, and his mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be you. Why would it be me? You just look like you have that sweet blood. I do. I am sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, do you get bitten by mosquitoes a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? See, Abby yeah. gets tore up, dude. If yep. you're ever outside and you don't want to get bitten by a mosquito, sit next to Abby because they are all over her. It's a, I've I've seen that. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but they if you have a certain blood type, mm-hmm. apparently that's like they'll come after you. Do you know what your blood type is? Yeah. I have no idea what mine is. Should ask your mother. My mom would know? <laughs> she should. Ask her mother. I guarantee you my mom does not know what my blood type is. That's why I know mine because when I had Willow, oh. I had, you had to, like, if you have a certain blood type, like, I don't know, it's weird. They have to, like, give you this, like, certain shot because, mm-hmm. like, there's something about if if you have this certain blood type and it mixes with the babies, like, it can hurt the baby. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very, very weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. I bet. Well, Abby has to know her blood type. I have no idea what mine is. Be positive. I am positive most of the time. I try to be at least. Yeah. Interesting. Um, What were you going to say? I don't know. Did I hijack it? Sorry. I have a tendency to do that. I don't think it was anything about. No, you're good. Okay. Um, Did you like? So I didn't like Quint at first, but you didn't like Hooper. So that might Mm-mm. be, I liked Hooper. So that might be where we vary. Cause I didn't like Quint. Did you like Quint? Not really, okay. I, but I he was obviously, I mean, he's obviously a drunk. So he's just kind of like all over the place. Right. Yeah. I just thought he was funny. See, I came around on him here. Cause I was like, okay, this makes sense as to why he's such a hard ass and hates sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny right off the bat when they're in that board meeting and he like slaps the board or whatever. And he's like, y'all know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? That'd be you. <laughs> It'd be it you at a be. town hall meeting. It would be. Y'all know me. I'm going to catch it. 
Um, I did have a question though. And I feel I, it, obviously it answers my question for me, but there is a scene where, um, where he, they harpoon the thing and the barrel gets stuck to the shark. I'm like, why don't they just shoot the barrel? But then I realized that barrels has air in it mm-hmm. to slow the shark down and keep it up. Mm-hmm. But the shark is so big that one of those barrels doesn't even do anything. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy because the shark is humongous. But it's funny because when you think about it, it's really not that big in comparison to sharks in movies now because they make them so large. Like the Meg, that right. shark is yeah, so Yeah, I mean, that's big. just ridiculous. That movie comes out this month, I think, the new one, the Meg 2. Mm-hmm. Have you seen previews for it? I'm not, I haven't even seen the first one. I haven't either. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Oh, it's really, it's got Jason Statham in it, if you like Jason Statham. But to, to put it in perspective for you, the trailer is Jason Statham riding a jet ski fighting this shark to like 80s rock music oh my god so that's that the sounds all right i'm gonna go see it the first one was really good um yeah but i liked that scene when they're down there before the shark hits the boat and puts a hole in it where you like see them actually open up and they're like the camaraderie and stuff it kind of reminds me of like when you were in high school and you had like a group of friends. You had that one person that was in the group that you weren't really friends with and then like there's that sleepover and you guys hang out and then you like realize <laughs> Oh, I do like this person. Mm. You, have, mm. you, have, you ever have you ever had that scenario? No, because you don't like it. You, you hate everyone. Yeah, just just I hates everyone evenly. <laughs> no, I don't think I've had that scenario. <laughs> I thought the scene was kind of weird though, where they were like showing their shark bites and they're like yeah. all up on each other. Like they were close. Their, I was like, it's kind of like, weird. Hugging, but yeah, yeah. I mean, people get touchy feely when they're drunk. They're like, oh. boat, you know, they smell bad. And like, uh, these people definitely stink. Mm. Do you think people stunk back like then more so than now? Well, I'd be any different. I don't. It's like hygiene. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to that and say, if you have like some type of traumatic experience or near death type thing with somebody, then yeah, you're probably gonna be like bonded to them somehow more. Yeah. But that doesn't really mean that you like them more, or you figured out that you're like, oh yeah, I really do like them as a person. No, but I like what I was talking about is like like when you are around somebody, but you don't really like connect with them until you have like that like. So you guys hang hang out like mm-hmm. the hangout session. Then you're like, oh, I actually do like this person. Mm-hmm. Then you're like friends moving forward, right? Yeah, no. And that happened with me and Tyler. Like Tyler was like in our friend group. circle. Yeah, we like weren't really friends. Also, he annoyed me a lot because he was new and my friends liked him, and I was like, guy. So then we all hung out, and I was like, that's when we became best friends. Mm-hmm. They made out. And we made out. Yeah. yeah, his tongue tasted good in my mouth. That's cool. And they've been friends ever since. Best friends. Mm-hmm. You ever seen my wedding speech I gave at his wedding? Mm-hmm. so good do you remember it nope it's a good thing foster recorded it because i wouldn't have remembered <laughs> he was pretty drunk but it was a good speech was it not mm-hmm. that speech was so well written and so well delivered that people have actually asked me that don't even know me to be <laughs> oh my god it wasn't that like, good yes they're like hey i got a wedding coming up would you mind giving a speech i'm like man i'd love to but i got this podcast you know i'm a busy guy so you're saying that kevin hart's movie that he was in was based on you basically Actually, it was based on me. Mm-hmm. It was. Have you watched his new stand-up? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It is, Abby and I were dying laughing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's a Peacock? It's on Peacock, yeah. right? Yeah. Dude, so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. That That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that scene where they're all bonding. Where they're singing? Yes. Yes, that scene. Um, I think I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> I was like, I know I just read that. I think. Maybe I didn't. Hang on. Maybe I did. No, they laid down the chum line. I said that. I said, I remember, I distinctly remember saying chum line. Chum. Scene five, Jaws, the final battle. 
the final battle. How good was that? Good. It was really good. Mediocre at best. I noticed it at the <laughs> concert Friday. I was sounding really good while I was. I'm singing. sure. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even drinking, dude. I've been to th- three concerts now. That I haven't drank yet. Can you believe that? It's crazy. I don't mm-hmm. know that I'm going back. They keep saying that. I don't. I don't I'll have any need to. Especially with your new disease, yeah. you probably can't. Stop bringing that up. It hurts me. Let's see if I can. No, still nothing. I can't do it. Can't make myself cry. Scene five, Jaws, the final battle. In the morning, Brody attempts to call the Coast Guard, but Quint, obsessed with killing the shark without assistance, smashes the radio. After a long chase, Quint harpoons the shark with another barrel. The line is tied to the stern, cleats, whatever that is, but the shark drags the boat backwards, swamping the deck and flooding the engine compartment. Quint prepares to serve the line, sever the line to the save the tr- what the frick is that? What the hell? Quint prepares to sever the line <laughs> to save the something, but the cleats break off, keeping the barrels attached to the shark. To Brody's relief, Quint heads toward the shore to draw the shark into shallower waters, but the overtaxed engine fails. As the boat slowly sinks, the trio attempt a riskier approach. Hooper suits up and it enters the water with a shark-proof cage, intending to lethally inject the shark with st- no idea what that is, via a hyperdermic spear. The shark attacks the cage, causing Hooper to drop the spear, while the shark trashes the inside of the cage. Uh, it becomes a tangled mess. Hooper prepares a seabed. What's going on? There's a little gnat. Oh, I thought it was a, a, gnat. Thought it was a, a spider. Honestly, at first I thought I spit on you again, and you were trying to get it away from you, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, no, maybe it's a spider. No spit this time. Uh, that's good. That's good. It's a gnat. The shark breaks free and leaps onto the boat, subsequently devouring Quint. Trapped on the sinking vessel, Brody shoves a pre... Did you get it? No. Brody shoves a pressurized scuba tank into the shark's mouth and climbs into the crow's nest. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he shoots the tank with a rifle. The resulting explosion kills the shark. Hooper resurfaces, and he and Brody paddle back to Amity Island, clinging onto the remaining barrel. This poor boat. <laughs> this boat <laughs> gets beat annihilated. Yeah. I mean, it's really Quint's fault. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he really wanted to catch the shark himself. Yeah. He kind of goes crazy at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obsessed. He, like, cuts the lines for the like radio or whatever, and. Yeah. This is his life, though. You're certifiable. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but honestly, when they ha- shoot the harpoons into the shark and they start tying it on that thing on the side of the boat, which is held together with four screws. The cleat. I was like, did, did you know what that was called, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I was like, there's no way this three-ton shark is not going to rip that thing yeah. out of the boat. Right. Or pull the boat. Especially since the boat's probably wood or whatever. That would be yeah. a good... My Good critique guess. with this though is like the music and a lot of these scenes is not very scary. No, no, it's like it's upbeat not. and kind yes. of like this doesn't fit. It reminds me of every other Spielberg film, like yeah. Goonies or yes. you know Indiana Jones. Anything you can tell, it's all the same because it's John Williams. Well, the whole time I was waiting for that theme from Jaws to yeah. don't we hear it like once? Yeah, you hear it one time, but that's like it's synonymous with Jaws, mm-hmm. right? So I wonder if they use it more in the later later movies. maybe. But I had that same thought is that the music, the score for this movie does not go with the scenes. Mm-hmm. They're like in the middle of like fighting with the shark. And it's like, doo, doo, doo. it's like happy music. It's I'm like, like Indiana Jones. Music. Yeah. It did. I, that's all I kept picturing. Yeah. 
Do you think with a different score it would have made it more scary? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. don't you agree that like the score or even like with a jump scare, it's the volume that really mm-hmm. makes you mm-hmm. jump or yeah. like, gets you in that mm-hmm. scene? It's just like Insidious, which I think is the violins and that yeah. are amazing. Like yeah. they're so creepy. Something that's a good. Example. It'd be interesting to see somebody take this movie and rescore it with something Scary different music. and see if it did. Because I agree with you. I had that same thought, especially when they're like flying around on the boat and it's like, yeah, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, yeah. that just takes you out of it being scary. It's kind of like, oh, every time that shark, wow, every time that shark like came up out of the water or you just saw it like in the water or even when it's up on the boat at the end, it's like, it really did like creep me out. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would not want to be around that. That's pretty realistic looking. It looks legit. Like the skin and everything. When it eats Quint. Oh, poor Quint. That was probably one of my favorite parts. (laughs) It was a good scene. It was a good scene. He gets this annihilated, shredded dude. Mm -hmm. The tear in his face is he like, can't like get away. Like he can't move backwards. It's just like that would be yourself, dude. That would be a hilarious parody from like a scary movie scene, though. But like mm. a boat, like the guy just slowly, yeah, sliding down and he's it. Like, ah. <laughs> and he could kind, he could really like. There's a rope hanging there, and he could like pull himself up, but he just like keeps falling down. Or it'd be the little guy from Scary Movie Two that has the hand, and he can't pull himself up. <laughs> oh my god! You know, Strong he, hand. He'd have like the rope with those hands, and he'd be like, ah. Oh, Somebody would be like, take my hand, and he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible uh, dude we need to start doing clips for youtube where we do parodies like that the other day i was thinking it was funny if like we were floating in the pool and we were just like talking like shooting the shit and we we're like yeah michael's supposed to be i don't know where's my check it josh where's michael so we like we look at my phone and nothing i'm like oh he texted me he said he's here and so we're like all looking around my backyard and then like we see him like poke his head off from behind the shed <laughs> And we're Pop like up in like the corn or something. Yeah, dude. And we're He's like, just way out in the field standing like, there. What are you doing? Come on. And then he like disappears. And we're like, what the fuck? But like we all so look at each other. Sometimes. So it zooms in. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck's with Michael? And then we like look over and then he's like behind the trampoline. And he like pokes his head around. <laughs> he just keeps getting closer. Dude, yeah. would that not be hilarious? That would be funny. We should do it. I think we should, dude. We need a, like, it'd be a easy cameraman. to do with it'd be easy to do with a reel, because you can just like take little snippets oh, and then dude. put it all together. Yeah. Shit, I think I just fucking no. Okay, good. Yeah, I have like a bunch of them, dude. Or like it'd be funny if like we were all hanging out like at the cabin in the kitchen and we we're like, hey, we should see if Michael wants a sandwich. <laughs> And then, like, us trying to understand what Michael wants on his sandwich. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of... Like, ideas. try different condiments. Dude, no, wouldn't that be no mustard. Okay. Is this- and he just, like, tilts his head, like... <laughs> <laughs> this all stems from my misery video, doesn't it? <laughs> that was a pretty oh, good God, video. It was so bad. It doesn't stem from it, but one day when I was coming up with ideas, I that's what made me ask you for that video. Because I was like, I, I, think was, I think we did these for a minute, but... Yeah, we briefly... to go dancing later. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it was so poorly arranged, but it was fun. Fun to do. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious, but yeah, I don't know why. I thought of that one when I was out in the pool. I was like, it would be so funny if we like how we were trying to get Michael to. It would be. It would be. Yeah. Let's do it. Or if we're like, I have a bunch. All right, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I need to move on. I'm sorry. Just got a wake to get to. Um, It's a birthday party, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to actually be a funeral and I'm just like joking about it. And then you're like, this guy's a real dick. You're a real dick. Thank you. I appreciate that. A real one? Like, if I were one, you think I would be like a hard one or a flaccid one? Probably a real floppy. Yeah, definitely a floppy one. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) That checks. Um, 
Well, I would not get in this cage, first oh, off. Oh, fuck no. no. But that is one thing I noticed. Like, other shark movies, they all reenact this scene. Like, hey, let's put somebody in a cage and put them in there because it's safe. Yeah. No, this shark destroys this cage. Mm-hmm. And then the jackass drops the thing he's supposed to have. Like, what? why did he stick it outside of the cage? Like, what was he doing? I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, he should have poked the shark through the cage. They're just, it unless has it was to too, be dramatic. Unless it was be. too long, he couldn't. I, I don't know. But yeah, like Jess said, there had to be some kind of drama. Well, they definitely created it. Um, but yeah, this thing gets destroyed. And then they use that stupid crank, that stupid hoist to try to lift the cage up out of the water. And he just hooks it on the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is going to flip the whole boat over. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, it does. Well, the thing that it was originally hooked to broke, remember? Right. Yeah. What he hooked, he hooked, he hooked up like a lantern stand or something. Yeah. You put a freaking lantern on. He's panicked. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, it was cool though. Whenever they shoot it with like three or four more of those barrel harpoons, and then you can act, you see wherever the shark's at, and you mm-hmm. see like the shark can't go down. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought that was that was an interesting part of the scene. But anything else you guys want to say before we jump over to fun facts with Seth? No. Nope. In that case, let's jump over to fun facts with Seth. So I definitely disagree with this fact. When composer John Williams originally played the score for director Steven Spielberg, Spielberg laughed and said, that's funny, John, really? What did you really have in mind for the theme of Jaws? Spielberg later stated that without Williams' score, the movie would only have been half as successful. Uh, That's a lie. I don't don't agree with that. According to Williams, it jump-started his career. Oh, wow. Well. Maybe people didn't want to be scared then. I don't know. Well, was this movie marketed as a horror movie, though, I wonder? Or was it just like an action action movie? Because he really wasn't a horror director, was he? No. No. Yeah. According to Spielberg, the prop arm looked too fake in the scene where Chrissy's remains are discovered. So instead, they buried a female crew member in the sand with only her arm exposed. Oh. So ew, she had those crabs on her. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yuck. According to writer Carl Gottlieb, the line, you're going to need a bigger boat, was not scripted. It was ad-libbed by Roy Schneider. And that is the biggest line from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna need a bigger boat. Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfus could not stand each other, and the two argued all the time, which resulted in some good tension between Hooper and Quint. Ooh. Why were they arguing? Did it say why they were arguing? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. Over 67 million people in the U.S. went to see the film when it was initially released in 1975, making it the first summer blockbuster. Ooh, this is the one that started it all, huh? That's crazy, dog. <sighs> Though respected as an actor, Robert Shaw's trouble with alcohol was a frequent source of tension during filming. That's Quint? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In later interviews, Roy Scheider described co-star as a perfect gentleman whenever he was sober. All he needed was one drink, and then he turned into a competitive son of a bitch. A little competition. So that's probably why they were arguing. <laughs> probably he's drunk all the time. Up. So I wonder if he was like actually drunk in those scenes. Probably him. Uh, Steven Spielberg said that when he first read the novel, he found himself rooting for the shark because the human characters were so unlikable. Uh, I mean, there's that. <laughs> like, there was, what, one, Brody? Well, he was stupid. I found Brody very dumb. But the other ones were unlikable. Yeah. I guess really, except I liked Hooper. I didn't dislike Hooper. I just don't like that actor the very actor, much. So, yeah. I mean, the character was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 25% of the film was shot at water level to provide the viewers with a perspective as if they were treading water. Oh, Martha's Vineyard was used as Amity Island primarily because even 12 miles out to sea, the sandy bottom was only 30 feet down. Intriguing. Residents were paid $64 to scream and run across the beach. I'd do that for 64 <laughs> bucks. 
I loved how though when they shot the scenes from underwater looking up that it felt like they were 150 feet down mm-hmm. versus like when you're on the beach that close you can like touch the water the sand yeah it's like a mm, little unrealistic yeah. Most of the film was shot handheld to best counter the ocean's swell. Oh. Mm. Three mechanical bruises were made. That's the shark. Uh, each with specialized functions. One shark was open on the right side. One was open on the left. And the third was fully skinned. Each shark cost approximately $250,000. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Back in the 70s, too. It been a lot. It didn't say if that was today's dollars or Uh-oh. back then dollars. Adjusted for inflation. I put this one in here for us. When a Midwestern audience were shown an early cut of the film, they were so shocked by the pop-up scare that occurs when the great white shark breaches the surface of the water as Brody chums off the bow of the boat that the reactions drowned out his ironic comment, you're going to need a bigger boat. So they missed it. Screaming. Damn it. Ah. In the actual Jersey Beach shark attacks of 1916, which Brody and Hooper mentioned in the film, the sequence of attacks is similar to that of the film. A swimmer in the surf, a dog, a boy, and the leg of a man in a tidal slow slaw. That must have been the pond. Coleslaw. Mm. Coleslaw. Quint's boat is named Orca. Being a shark hunter by profession, Quint knows that orcas, traditionally known as killer whales, are the only known predator of the great white. Really? I didn't know that. I knew that. I knew that. And that's it. Wow. That was fantastic. Fascinating. You did a great job. Well, there were some interesting ones. You delivered your lines flawlessly. Wouldn't go that Flawless. far. I thought you did fantastic. Thank you. Don't ever let anybody say different. Okay. Okay, great. Let's jump over to some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? I liked when Bruce um, basically climbs up on the boat <laughs> and swallows Quint. I just thought that scene was really good. I agree. That's my favorite scene, the boat sinking, that last sequence. I agree. I, the whole last part of it, I really enjoyed. From like the cage on, mm-hmm. if that was good. Yeah. Oh, the cage on? I liked it before. Cage the, on. Honestly, the shark popping up did startle me mm-hmm. when he's chumming in the water. Mm-hmm. I was like, because honestly, I was sitting there thinking like, God, I would hate to have to finger these fish and throw them in the water like Chum that. them. <laughs> it's got to stink, right? Yep. Just the word chum sounds like it stinks. Well, early in the movie when he's throwing it off the back, he puts that stuff on the rag and over his nose because mm-hmm. it smells so bad yeah but yeah i like that scene and then i also like the scene where they kind of uh connect in the bow i thought that was that was good favorite uh thing you like most about the movie jess um i obviously thought the animatronic shark was awesome mm-hmm. um i just thought those effects were good and anytime they showed its mouth open like after it had just freaking like devoured like quint there was like pieces of oh, like yeah. you know blood flesh hanging down i thought that was really good same i thought the effects were really good i don't think there was any point where i thought it looked fake right mm-hmm. i think it looked pretty realistic same i was impressed with how real it did look do they use real sharks at all in this movie or is it all f- i think it's all the mechanicals it's all, yeah. it's all the mechanicals wow i mean it held up well for its age it held up very well yeah. probably because it was all practical i think I right think it definitely helps when you do that um but yeah no there were some scenes that drug which i'll get into in the part i didn't like but other than that i thought it was an entertaining movie um so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Just something you did not like about the movie. Same thing. Um, I just thought it was really slow at parts and the score did not match up with what was happening. It's a weird score. It was very, very strange for that. Yeah, I also said there were some slow parts we could have done without. Um, the score was very odd at times. It just didn't really fit Yeah. with, I guess, what we would want to see in this kind of movie. Right. Um, yeah, for me, again, it's slow. I think you... When I sat down and saw that it was two hours long, I couldn't believe it. I thought this would be like a 90-minute movie, which I still think it probably could have been. There's quite a bit you could cut out of it um, if it were a 
straight horror movie, I think, that they probably would have. My guess is they didn't because they were trying to build character development and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, when he's walking around the town at the beginning, that takes a while. while. You got that dinner scene. Uh, There's a lot of heavy dialogue scenes that probably were unnecessary, um, in my opinion. But will you watch it again, Jess? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would. And I would also like to watch the sequels. Yeah, I kind of want to now just because... Just cause. Now we've seen this one. It kind of. It started right into two, like when. Oh, did it? Mine finished. started to go into it, but I stopped it. Yeah. Uh, on the cock. Huh? On the cock. On the cock. I thought you said hot cock. I'm hot like, why cock. Why would you look at me and say that? <laughs> hot cock, dude. Hot cock. <laughs> slap it on the table. Let's see but it. It wouldn't be a slap. It'd be more of a. <clears throat> All right, let's jump over to Stabby's rating. We're at every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they're terrible. Some movies get fives because they are great. At the end, we will average it out and give you the HMC average Stabby's rating for the movie. We are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Seth, what do you give HMC 132 Jaws? Like I said previously, it has really good effects that have held up well um, through the years. Um, The action scenes were all pretty good. I think the acting was pretty good from everybody. And the score was weird. So that's one of my negatives through the movie. And it had some slow parts I think we could have done without. But I gave it a four. Ooh, a four. Yeah, solid four. Hot damn. Four on the money. Hit it right on the nose. Boink. Um, I agree with everything Seth said. I just think it was really slow parts. The score was kind of disappointing. I felt like it was going to be really good just based off the, you know, iconic, you know. Bum, bum. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. So I don't know. I wouldn't give it quite a four. So I'm just going to say 3.8. 3.8. That's a very like pinpointed score. That's a I professional just, score is what you just yeah. did. You know? 3.875. I'll give it a 3.8. From Jazz. 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3 repeating. <laughs> just put a little hash over the three. They'll know what I mean. We should get those little cards that they have like at sporting events with numbers. We just each other. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like cool. our- and our score is... <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to like it. Cause one, I don't really care for shark movies. I'm being honest. I live inland, like way inland. So this shit doesn't really affect me. I'm being honest. However, I've been in Florida like 27 times this year. So maybe I should be more worried about it. I don't know, but I think it held up really well. I was impressed at how well it held up. Actually. Uh, the score did bother me. Um, I just should say it bothered me. I just thought it was weird. So that's one negative. And then the slow scenes kind of took away from it too. But honestly, overall, really great movie. Um, I'm surprised I hadn't seen it before, but I would definitely suggest it to other people. So I'm actually going to give it a 4.3. 4.3 from me. What are you doing? What is that? What you got on your hand there? Sanitizing. Why? Did you just like do something weird? No, I just like sanitizing. Oh, cool. Turns me on. Let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus? Compelling, well-crafted storytelling and a judicious sense of terror ensure Steven Spielberg's Jaws has remained a benchmark in the art of delivering modern blockbuster thrills. Wow, you did a great job. Thank you. That was like really, really well done. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics, a 97% on 99 reviews, a 93% average rating. The Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 90% on 250,000 reviews or a 4.4 out of 5. Average is 88%. Ooh, good thing the lid was on that. IMDb gave it an 8.1 out of 10 or 81%. Letterboxd, a 4 out of 5. Ironically, us, the horror movie crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings, we also gave it a 4 out of 5, just like Letterboxd. Ooh. Or an 80%. I think that's fair. It makes it what? It tracks. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. 
right? Sgraten, Sgooden, it's okay. It's mediocre. Wouldn't that be a Sgooden? Yeah, not a Sgooden. I thought Sgooden was 90 or above. Oh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> See, I don't We know. really need this chart. I don't know. Four is a Sgooden. You're right. Yeah, I thought four and up. You were correct. Yes. Go ahead and hit it with a Sgooden. Come on. Sagudin. Sagudin. You did a great job. You guys are excellent. I love you guys. You're awesome. Anything else you guys want to say about Jaws before we wrap it up? It's good. No, just and Josh's favorite font is Calibri. <laughs> I still don't understand why that was so. I really don't know. <laughs> just the way you said it, so matter of fact. I don't know. I was just telling it was you guys. Almost it almost like defensive. Like. Then I switch it back to Calibri. <laughs> I was just walking you through my artistic, stylistic choice oh, that I made for the paper today, of which I tried out a new five. I was a little vulnerable. <laughs> I put myself out there. I went with handwritten uh, extra black for this, and then I just wanted you to know that it didn't work for the remainder of the paper that I went it, back to Calibri. It was how specific you were about it. Instead of just being like, so I just went back to the usual font, you were yeah. like, You had to tell us the name. <laughs> Do I do that? Am I very matter of fact typically? Like Sometimes. when I talk, I feel like I over describe things. I mean, I don't think it's like, like overly. I thought it was really fucking funny. I don't know why it was so funny, but it was. <laughs> I feel like I'm the person that's like explaining something to you, and you're like just get to the point. Also, yeah. I don't know if I've ever like truly like pronounced that. Like <laughs> I've never heard anyone say "calibri" loud, in my life. So you saying <laughs> yeah. it was just very funny. Is that not how you say it? I, I assume so. Yeah, I've just never heard anyone actually right. say it. <laughs> I'm going to run with it. I think it's correct. Um, if it's not Just correct. Like Calibri or something. I mean, maybe. It's definitely not like a, a standard word. You would. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> like if you had said like Times New Roman, it wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> At least Does anybody use Times New Roman anymore? I don't know. I use whatever it defaults to. Still, yeah, I thought that was like one of the defaults. Isn't Calibri the... <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying it. Why? I think that's that. That yeah. is the standard, I believe. Maybe, yeah. I Calibri. Guess. I don't um, <laughs> all right, let's do some patron shouts. Thank you to all the patrons who gave us their hard-earned money, or maybe you don't work that hard. I don't know. Whatever you do, do it well. Uh, to listen to us talk about movies like Jaws, all the patrons get hours of bonus content behind the scenes, exclusive episodes, first dibs at New HMC Studios, Horror Movie Crew Podcast merch. What else? I'm forgetting something. Stickers. Stickers, <laughs> nipple pics from Seth. Ooh. Mugs. Do you pick um Calibri font for the shirts? <laughs> no, this is like a custom font. I think I had to. I'm not telling you my secrets. So you guys are just making fun of me at this point. You jerks! Oh my God. Bunch of jerks! Thank you to a sincere thank you to Colette S, Zach F, Rosalind. Vicky D, Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks in a Horror Flick, Caitlin, Ashley V, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nix. That's it. We yeah. did it. We did it, kids. Are you excited? Our next episode, HMC 133. We don't know yet. Seth's going to pick the theme, and he's going to let us know. Right? Yes. Great. You have any ideas? Like, any thoughts about what you're going to do? I'm not telling you. You don't have any, do you? No. I've got one. <laughs> you're like, you really have one. You want to throw it out I there? Do. Just let's hear it. Come on. A Hitchcock month. Oh, that could be fun. Uh, 
I'd be into that. I actually <laughs> like it. I just like fucking with you. I could see you picking them. that. Because we've done two, three Hitchcocks. Well, she didn't. She We did the birds. Rear window. As a request. Somebody requested that. Rear window, Psycho, the birds. Yeah. yeah. But there's plenty more. I don't think so. I think he only had like three movies. Yeah. House on the Hill. Is that a Hitchcock movie? The old one. Yeah. What about the tra- Strangers on a Train? Is that his? I don't know. Or Passengers on a Train? The Passenger? With Jodie okay. Foster? I'm joking. I'm joking. Why are you getting so upset and frustrated? We're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.